Hello and welcome to Wrestle Opinionated. This is our weekly show all about the shows of AEW. We are your hosts. I am Morg and this is... Actually did his homework, Matt Strange. And this is... Waiting for Ibushi to become God, Muir. <laughs> <laughs> he will become God. He announced well, it in a I promo. I like this idea of waiting for Ibushi to become... He's just the perfect man at the moment. He just needs to transcend. Oh God, that yeah, he level. hasn't ascended. When he beats Kenny for every title that Kenny owns in one match, then then he will. <laughs> I can't God. wait for it to show up and just destroy AEW. I mean, as long as, <laughs> as, long as a Carter shows up to help the best friends at the same time, I'm pleased. And Tanner takes away Hangman. To teach him the Quick more, take back over. This is an AEW podcast. Well, I was about to comment <laughs> on the fact that um, so this week it, it, it's this weekend, isn't it? Or is it weekend just gone? It's today and well, Monday and Tuesday at six a.m. on both days. If you really wanted to stay up and watch them, but it's, I'm just planning on watch them later. Yeah, Wrestle Kingdom, which is the NJPW equivalent Wrestle of WrestleMania, and we at some point either this week or next week, when we've all had a chance to watch it, are going to do a review show because we feel that this is another sits in the important pay-per-views that we care about. Oh, I wonder who you're go- what faction you're going to fall for, uh, Morg. I mean, Muir's not as dedicated to a faction as, as I am. Obviously, they've got Bullet Club, but Bullet Club are heels, and you're very much a face man. And Bullet Club are boring. 2020 Bullet Club... <laughs> Whoa, they've they've still got the um Tamatonga and Tamaloa. Yeah, Tamatonga and Tamaloa. Yeah. And fucking Chad Blade. Uh, Chad Blade is the only thing that... Yeah, but you can't like you can't like him. He's just too good of a heel. Morg's he gonna have to be our chaos boy, unless I can lure yeah. him into LIJ with my wonderful tramp leader. <laughs> I'm gonna I'd pop like, like shit if we had a loss ignorables uh, in a in AEW. That would be my ultimate fucking dream. I'd be like, Wah! anyway, we've got enough about this. <laughs> yeah. So, at some point, either this week or next week, there will be a, a, a double two-set review, like we did with WrestleMania, a night one and a night two. I believe I is what we don't agreed think on. it'll be worth it because I think there will be quite a few matches on that card that you'll be able to be very skipped over because with Japanese wrestling, you have quite a few. Matches for the older lads in tag teams at the start and stuff like that that you could just skip over. So I think you we have heartwarming fit. Japanese warm up wrestling for yes. like the first uh, first half of each day. So um, there's a lot you can skip over as you uh, okay. Yeah. So yes, we shall be uh, getting on to watching that. Uh, so moving on, uh, news this week. Um, I don't think we've got anything new since we did the last. The show, wrestling world we? is still sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Well, sad. Um, I mean, that's pretty much all you can say. Uh, Big E <laughs> is still posting about Brody like multiple times a day. That that pretty much covers everything on it. Big E, one of the world's chadliest, wholesome, heartwarming men, continuously posting about a man I had no idea he had a friendship for. I just hope that Vince doesn't punish him for it. That's the main thing, because he's getting a push at the moment. So. I I don't think I think that there seems to be. Th- um, I think there is it's so Vince is overpowered. It is Vince. <laughs> it is it's Vince. Vince. Um, if, he, if he wants to punish people who have posted about Brody in uh, in WWE, he'll have to punish most of his roster. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
they all watched the show. Everybody was openly talking about it. They took their it. Twitch away earlier this year. <laughs> I Fair. wouldn't hold it against Fair. them, guys. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Um, Oof. And uh, again, social media, Mr. Strange, pretty much the same thing. Yeah, just uh, dedications to Brody, millions of messages about him. Just that over and over again. Sad but heartwarming. Yeah. So before we move into our reviews, um, I, I laid down a challenge for you, Mr. Strange, to do your tier list. Um, this yep. might be the first time you've listened to our show. And as such, you would need to know that we have a tier list, which is how we review the matches of Dark... Sorry, how we remove the batches of Dynamite and the overall score for BTE, Dark and Dynamite. I'm not sure if we're going to use our um, tier list no, this week. Probably um, not. <laughs> but because I laid down the challenge, I think that you should uh, you should give us your your tier list list. A tier list list. Um, this week's tier list is Matthew Strange's take on Japanese horror and the uh, genre. I'm a fucking weeb, uh, as said to me by Morg. Uh, I almost broached into overall Asian horror so I could get A Tale of Two Sisters in there, which is fucking Mate. phenomenal. Um, That's great. But I felt like I'd be going against the challenge if I did that. Yeah, you But here we go. We rank our matches, and I'm ranking Japanese horrors, in the uh, well-known tier list system, which actually comes from Japanese school system and old Japanese computer games like Resident Evil and Onimusha. The lowest rank we get in this is a D-rank match, or a D-rank story, which is, um, you don't care, it's on, you're not invested. Yeah, it may have a bit of story and the wrestling may be all right, but there's no point to it. And that for me, that's um, that's quite a lot of average Japanese horrors, if I'm honest. You can look up, if you see anything based on the uh, Jacomi or anything like that, they're generally not very good. But I'm just going to give the D-tier to any remake by Americans of a Japanese horror because they have successfully fucking Guy Cockagin. Fucking Guy Cockagin's the polite version. I know. If we're being insulting, being polite. (laughs) Don't watch remakes of Japanese horrors. It's upsetting to me. But we'll roll up into a C. A C rank is an average rank match. It's got enough wrestling, enough story that you care about what's going on. It might not have your full attention, but it's good enough. And in the Japanese horror world, that's basically due on The Grudge, the, ori- uh, the original film, not the TV special series, which came before, which is arguably better, or any of the 47 sequels, the original due on. Uh, this is what people think a Japanese horror is when uh, you think yeah. about you know, the things. People think it's The Ring, but it's not. It's due on. Due on is just enough story, just enough horror, just enough mis- misery and mystery. It's good. The best noise. The best noise. We roll up into a B rank match. A B rank match has that little bit more. Maybe the wrestling's great. Maybe the story's great. Maybe just everything's just that little bit better. You know, uh, match plus one, as we called it when uh, Spears and Sky had a match. And I'm actually putting my favorite Japanese horror film into B rank. And uh, this is what people think they're thinking of, as I said a minute ago. It's Ringu. The original Ringu, great. Uh, or Ring obviously. Um, Girl in a Well, it's basically a Lovecraftian investigative horror uh, stretched out through a full film. I love this film, but it is only a B. It doesn't take anything to that next excelling level where it uh, is worthy of the A rank. B 
The A-Rank match has everything. The wrestling's great. The store is great. You care about it going in. You care about it coming out. Sure, it can sweep a little bit in each different way, but, you know, you are invested. An A-Rank Japanese horror is Audition. Um, very slow start. It's the only film that has successfully haunted me for months after seeing it. It has no supernatural horror. It's it's just awful. And it made me feel genuinely uncomfortable in myself. Very story-driven. Involves piano wire and acupuncture needles. Nice. Awful. <laughs> an S-rank an S-rank match is a match which is just the fucking top of the tier it's got great story, it's got great spots you don't look away, you show gifts to your mates, it comes up once in every while, it blows the paradigm of what you're expecting like this paradigm blowing Japanese horror which everyone knows that has inspired the vetch uh, copies of it no, you see you're thinking the wrong way Inspired copies of it in American uh, cinema. It's Battle Royale. Yeah, Battle Royale's fucking ace. <laughs> it's fucking phenomenal. It's got genuine, like, fear horror. in it. It's, yeah, yeah. It, it's a horror film. People think of it as, like, an action film, action but it film. isn't. It's no, it's horrifying. Film. It's a horror film, and it's a social commentary on the uh, over-disciplinary treatment of children in Japan and their suicide rates and stuff. It's clever. It's not what you expect. It's not a Japanese white-haired ghost. And that's what I want from my S-rank wrestling matches. I want that paradigm broken. I well, want to be amazed and other. horrified. <laughs> well, the actual battle royale, 30 men with collars on, and if they go outside the ring, they detonate. They explode, and they the all give one random weapon, like a Jesus. frying pan or a photograph. They could have done this in Lucha Underground. They could have. There you go. <laughs> C, bad. Any American horror remake. C, good. Juon, B, very good, Ringu, A, amazing, Audition, and S, fucking Segoy, Battle Royale. I haven't seen Audition, I should say. I, I, I am, oh, oh no, I am awful. surprised, because I have actually seen all of the films you've mentioned, except the D-rank ones. Yeah, um, I'll go through a phase. Oh, I think, no, I think I watched the D, because I really like, I'm with you on Ring. It's probably... Out of the ones you said, it's between Ring and Battle Royale. Battle Royale probably edges it. That is one of my favourite films. Um, I'm just the Ring I'm a is my favourite pure um, supernatural. Japanese horror. Yeah, yeah my favourite. And I think I saw the American remake. Uh, probably the worst thing to do to your favourite. Yeah, yeah, no. It's like watching a movie of a book. It's just the same. Yeah. Almost threw Noroi in for my partner. That's her favourite horror film, but I'd have uh, given that a B as well. It's very good, but it's hand footage and a bit weird at times. Very Japanese. Remember when you this was what... a wrestling podcast? All right, okay, back to the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. go. <laughs> Look, it's, 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 it's Japan week for us, yeah? yeah, it's, yeah okay. it is actually. Where's my stardom notes? <laughs> I'll get out the other book. <laughs> so it's time to move on to our review of the week. Um, I'm really sorry, Mr. Muir, you've got this one. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we start off, as always, with BTE <laughs> or being the elite. Wow. Um, yeah. Teary eyes, boys. Teary eyes. I, 
I don't know really what to say. There is no way you can review this. We don't expect a lot, man. This yeah. is this was heart wrenching and heartwarming at the same Do time. Do you want to see wrestlers that are normally comedic wrestlers and you know like to have a bit of fun, being really sad and upset because their mates just died? I think John Do Silver want... did a good job of showing. Uh, he he got the Schumer. job of showing yeah. Brody's oh. lighter side, and I think yeah. he, he's he the one that on. got me the most. Uh, he, yeah, it was. The fact was, he was like happy with the memories. Sorry, yes, I'm talking it was all here. right until Eddie came on. It was Eddie was the one that got me. That's in uh, the uh, that's in that's dynamite. In on it. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, I'm with Basically, you. Basically, we'll it's a loving memorial to a man that died way too young. It's it's bittersweet to watch. I'd recommend it if you care at all about the Dark Order and Brody Lee, but don't expect to be you know laughing the way down the street. But it is heartfelt. And I it's would unrankable. It. <laughs> it's it's yeah. a moment of what we've been seeing for the last like since it happened. Um, We're on yeah. to o- over a week now, and wow. Yeah. Um, um, two things um, I, I I wanted to point out was um, I think it was Matt opening up with um, "It's Monday." You know what that means which I thought yeah. was really cool. And the thing that the Raptor noticed that was that, that made us smile during it is the fact that Alex Reynolds is obviously so under the paw of his cat that even when he was doing this, he had to let his cat sit next to him and wash herself and do whatever she wanted. Uh, He's a true cat owner. A, adds a little something to it than being at home and just... Yeah, it yeah. makes it feel more real. Uh, I also like Preston Vance in his car was quite hot wrenching as well because obviously Brody had been helping him a lot 10 if you don't know and yeah it was just really sad basically so um it's yeah. the only part of the show where I get to shit talk things yeah, yeah. We, we will we will <laughs> not we will not be um yeah yeah I have a feeling that you'll be in for it next week uh, so, yeah, we're not ranking BTE this week. Oh, we're man. just telling yeah. you, you should watch it. Let's move on to Matt Strange's speedy run through of Dark. Once fate for I've a actually, moment. I've actually got like my notes are a bit messed up in this because I watched it in chunks. So <laughs> I um, on the vodka early and they just got messed I've, I've not stopped drinking and just eating fucking shit food since Christmas. So uh, here we go. Um, we open up with uh, Morales versus Phoenix, which was just a triple A match. Uh, That's which right. is the yeah, yeah, yeah it was. this was really good. solid, really solid luchadoring. Uh, Morales had a fucking great roll up and down the fucking turnbuckle at one point. Um, the round the world DDT was great. Phoenix's muscle buster bomb is just awesome. This I was worth it. a watch, yeah, yeah. so good. Seeing as the Muscle Buster was originally banned from pretty much everywhere in wrestling because you just slammed down with them on the neck, turn it into that bomb for the safety ads, just that little bit of flair. And yeah. Phoenix does something new in every single match. He's so inventive, it's, just wonderful. It's horrendous how... I, that's not the right word, but, you know, it's just ridiculous. Like, every match, he's got something new to show off. It's just ridiculous. Uh, then we rock into Ford versus Snow. Uh, we're all aware I quite like Snow. I think her look is fucking baller. Uh, very short, though, but skippable, I would argue. Yes, mate. Um, Beaver Boys, uh, Silver and uh, Reynolds versus Dean and Maddox, the blessed indie boys, doing what they do. They we have been seen been a lot of them. Dean, need, Dean deserves a match, though. I'm actually starting to feel bad for Sean Dean. 
Uh, Maddox looked the least comfortable in this. Like, like he was, yeah, the one who hasn't been wrestling with him as much. But that combo that Silver and Reynolds do is probably my favorite. It's just a really cool, proper tag team. It's not just I pick you up, you do move, that's done. It's a, you know, a sequence, and I love it. Uh, Alia versus Jay. Alia needs a gimmick. Just, just, um, can get and put your arms out is what every female wrestler does. <laughs> get, 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 I'm sorry. Get a clue. Um, get a gimmick. <laughs> yeah. Jay has uh, become one of the blessed members of the Dark Order. Um, you know, always giving the jobbers their spot, letting them look good for a bit. Otherwise, once again, the match is uh, skippable. We had the Brit section and the Void stared back again. Um, <laughs> I hate these segments. I'm sorry. They're so yeah. WWE trash. They hurt my soul. I don't think even WWE not, would put them on. The problem is they're not... I don't mind the Brit being a heel. where yeah. she She's quite good at that bit where she oh, does yeah. the very two-faced thing. And I don't... But it's... She's she's not great. She's not Roddy Piper. She's not Chris no. Jericho. She's not who the other really great ones. Kevin Owens show. Certain ones that have been particularly good. I mean, obviously, you always go back to Roddy Piper. Um, Piper's Pit, probably the greatest uh, talk show segment with one of the greatest talkers. Um, just have her do her smarmy heel bit and have one of the wrestlers do a party trick like you did with Marco, and I think I'd be happier. Yeah, I'm with it. I'd have it as the and have it as the random wrestler shows off a talent you didn't know they had. Almost break the the pacing of what it is. You have her heel bit and then have a little face bit for one of them to show off something. Yeah. I didn't hate Seidel acknowledging his fall, referencing the Shockmaster and explaining his transcendence gimmick, but I think that arguably deserves to be in somewhere a little bit more serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah an yeah, actual yeah. promo. Um, but yeah, that was a moment. Then we Though I do, into, I do uh, have to say for the Brit thing very quickly, um, there is something we complained about about Dark originally when it was just matches. At least yeah, they're putting no, really. something else in Dark. I'm trying, yeah. but it doesn't mean it's working. Yeah. yeah no, I'm with you. I, I don't. Uh, think then we rock. <laughs> yeah, no. Go. We do need those pace breaks. Go. Rising Comorato and Tapia versus Team Taz. I was really excited to see Comorato again, and I don't think he was used right in this match. I'm nope. just going to get that out at the start. Uh, my next note is just announce the title, Justin. Just announce just it. Just announce it. Had this spot. Just, just announce it, please. It's, what is this? The fourth or fifth time now? Just, just announce it. Just announce it. Um, otherwise, it, this. I mean, this was all right. It was nice. They, the team Taz always give the jobbers their spot. Everybody got to do a little thing in the uh, back and forward passive. Who's doing a move? But it was mostly just a squash. And I think. Um, Ryzen has earned being a little bit more respectfully treated. He's been about since the start of the Rona. And Comorato is a beast. Please. Just save him. <laughs> Do some he's he's halfway him. through to Krenos. Leave him alone. <laughs> he is in Glabro. Yeah. Good work. You've learned too much about Werewolf. Uh, Fuego and Griff. Uh, Griff did in this match, and I've been saying Griff looks dying since the start, right. did repeated back uh, backbreakers by flipping... Um, Fuego over, and I thought that was really fucking cool. Um, Fuego's fantastic as well. Yeah, he is. Loads of cool face, yeah, just flipping and stuff from Fuego. He's a, he's a great Alabama uh, luchador. 
blessed Griff, giving his opponent time to uh, get their work in as well. He's not hit the mainstream and become a douche. He's he's blessed by the other indie stars around. Got um, his forearm is a bad finisher, though. Uh, yeah. Go with those repeated backbreakers. Ended it in a slam. That would be sick. Yeah. And obviously, I love Peter Avalon with him afterwards. Right. I love Peter Avalon, and I think he's wonderful. His new gimmick is... Uh, Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> this is the next match, which uh, my notes are actually quite funny, because I, 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 I was skipping through the credits, so I didn't know it was coming out. And I was like... TNT, and I wrote down, maybe they're going to get a win. And then I just heard the woofs as Pound the Powerful came out. And I was like, oh, sorry, boys. Out you go. I think TNT could really benefit from a lot a few more matches with Pound the Powerful being trained by them. They've got, I don't know, I feel like a similarity between the teams in a way. Obviously, they don't have a comedy or tease. Yeah. Uh, um. I did, I did get a bit distracting this one. The woman had just woken up, if I'm honest. few nice spots for TNT, though, but most of it was proud and the powerful. Uh, we did, in fact, get the fucking 3D, and I was excited. Uh, I'd have really... They should have saved it for a win, though. No, I'd have, I'd have... using the 3D and not winning is just wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah. But once again, I, I said this isn't the most inspiring dark. Like, there's a lot of... Do, yeah, it was all do, right. Do they want to use the... Do you want to have the 3D more as a signature than a finisher, though? Because they're, they're not the Dudley the boys. Dudley. They are the sons of... And I think as a as a signature move, it's fine, but they should have their own finisher. Or they That's need to do a, or they need to do a amped up new 3D and off the top rope 3D or something. No, but... <laughs> I can't think of. I, I you know, yeah, I, of I, I, I'm, you no, know, you made a really good point. I'm down with what you're saying. Get yeah. your own finisher and use it as you transitional because you're not the master of it. Yeah, no, you make a good point. But if it goes through a fucking table, they'd best win. Yes, exactly. Oh yeah. Um, Sammy versus Solo. Sam is starting to square up. If you look at him, that boy's putting on some beef. Uh, solid match. I didn't really care about it. Blessed Sammy once again giving Solo uh, a few spots. It was pretty cool. Um, I but, quite uh, enjoyed this match. Yeah, I think it it's because I, I think it's because I like both of them. So I was a bit, I was more invested. To, yeah, yeah, I was willing to give them more than maybe they um, than than it warranted. Yeah. yeah. It was a solid match. Yeah. It was a solid match. I would have probably it given it a story, B because I, I yeah, I would have probably given it a B because I like both of them, but it was probably legitimately just a C. Sammy got a 4chan uh, quote in at the end when he said uh, that's another win for the good guys. That's from 4chan, just so you know. <laughs> I did like He's his promo at the end. Yeah, no, it's uh Sammy's going to go far. I'm wondering if they're uh, getting ready to uh, build Which, him up. Well, we've been talking about his that's face. That's what we turn. need. Another face. Another face. <laughs> Long slow uh, Right. Chaos Project versus Ariel and the Crow Man. I was so... I was really <laughs> excited for the fucking Crow Man. Yes, and he mate. walked out. Uh, and, it, and the beak on his mask moved independently. I was like, there's a fucking Crow Man. Um, if you don't understand Strange... He loves crow men and pig men. So see the crow man <laughs> in wrestling would have ticked all his boxes. Hey, you wait till Russian boar or comrade boar shows off of the Indies. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and then he took the mask off and I was really sad. And then I noticed he had nipple rings and I was like, Ooh, oh, no. oh, I wouldn't wrestle with nipple That's rings. That's brave. 
Um, so Pentaco versus Crowman. I've actually got his name written down somewhere. Uh, Cuero. He doesn't need a name. Those two were having AAA matches when they were together. They were just doing some cool indie for, uh, yes. fun stuff. Luther and the other dude, not so smooth together. Uh, and I think Luther is reaching the... Uh, the end, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I do enjoy their slapstick moves and the picking up and slamming. Not as much as Taz does. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Mate, if you uh, can find someone that loves you as much as Taz loves slapstick wrestling, you're set for um, life. His joy bleeds over into me, and I did love the line from Excalibur of nobody wants this end, uh, this match to end more than Serpentico. Uh, otherwise, it was all right. You know, yeah. I, I can't exactly high rank it. Like, no. The pacing was awkward and stuff, but I got very excited for but a But you enjoyed match. it. Yeah. Uh, Lever versus Maddie Renkowski. Wrote that oh, down phonetically. Oh, they were not smooth together. Nope. Um, I, I did laugh when Lever called her an illiterate bitch, though. <laughs> That's like, a good line. <laughs> That's a fucking dope insult. Um <laughs> Maddie did worked quite hard to get her character over. You know, she was definitely wearing a persona on the, uh, you know, in the ring. But then we had a small book spot and a small package, and it ended. I, I can't say this was a good match. It um, was not, my friend. Okay, we get a good women's match later. Yes. Uh, Limelight versus Sidal. This wasn't as good as I was expecting it to be. No. Um, it was very smooth and technical. Um, but not after the point, Phoenix match. At one point, Seidel did this move where I shouted, what the fuck was that? He ran at uh, Limelight. Limelight went through a thing, and Seidel sort of flipped up in the air whilst one arm was being hit, held. Span 360 through both directions and landed in a... Um, it gives you vitality back. Arm drag. Arm drag, yeah. Yeah, uh, and, and I just said, what the fuck was that's, that? It was like he glitched out in a Bethesda game. That's uh, the last from... The last that looks like Rio from uh, TPJW's finisher. She spins and then pulls you over like that. So I, I you, think... I you think it's... I'm like a six-foot man. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm not trying to say, you know. Yeah. When these guys pull out Joshi moves, I'm just like, the fuck are you able to do this, yeah. mate? ludicrous uh, yeah. you know, a lot of cool spots but not as good as what we've seen from both of these men and I'm hoping Seidel doesn't go Spears I hope we're not going to just see him in match after match after match of Seidel on Dark no um, he has a huge repertoire of moves though like he, he's he's starting to mog Cody on things he can pull out in a match well yeah. we'll get uh, to see that next week yeah good point uh, but yeah it was good not great but good uh, this is uh, the next match I actually recommended watching. Conti versus uh, Vert Vixen, Green Fox. Um, I actually quite like this. Uh, I hate the fact her suspenders are held onto fishnets, though, still. That really annoyed me. Um, I love the fact she busts out Junior. by Matthew Strange. <laughs> it, it just doesn't work. You need that little hand that goes right. I don't know women's fashion. Yeah, I know what uh, you mean. What <laughs> you're I think I think you're suggesting she should be in stockings and suspenders, which which although they would up her Ty Conti rating, um but I mean, might be a little difficult to wrestle in. <laughs> this match started with her doing two squats with the cameraman behind her, so she knows what she's about. A stardom cameraman. <laughs> um she did a Tomonagi, which I really like because I took one in high school. Uh, it's <laughs> Is the that monkey. the only reason? 
Look, when you're in a judo class in high school and the one lad, everybody else is learning flips and you get thrown like a... He did a release Tom and I'll give you yeah. on me. Across a room, but it's all padded and fluffy. It's badass. Yes, mate. Um, this was a better women's match, though. Conti's got some really cool moves and strikes. She's really working on that. The pacing was actually all right. Yeah. And that final wrist control sequence which you did catch, was, catch can wasn't it you know it was legit fucking cool but her yeah. finisher is awful <laughs> look you don't need she's only stopped of... doing forward rolls in the development <laughs> center for three years she's you gone don't... give her time you don't need to set people up in a full fucking back hold to spin around and knee them in the face. Just knee them in the face. You've done yeah. done it plenty before. You like just do a top. start and finish. Get them up in a torture rack and then do some cool move from do it. Done. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I enjoyed that match. Yeah, it uh, was a good match. And we moved on to, um, I've just written jobbers. It was Baron Black and two others uh, versus Gun Club. Um the, the intro to this got me. I was laughing by the time the match started because Austin came out doing his an imaginary gun sling and then Excalibur started pointing out that his guns couldn't hold that many rounds <laughs> and specifically stating how he's doing revolver actions and that's not possible. Uh, I love Billy just being a giant naughty schoolboy because that's basically what he is. Um, it's the highlight of his career. Faking suck it in different times and stuff. He's great. Uh, I actually really enjoyed this, and I thought it was too short. Um, Austin's getting really fucking fast and good. Yes. Um, the only thing I could possibly criticise was that basketball corner move thing was a was a bit lame. Um, uh, got to try things, haven't you? And it was too short. This could have gone on like another four, five minutes or so, and it would have been great. Um, oh, poor Austin's voice broke when he was doing his shout at the end, and I felt a little bit sorry. Yeah. It's the worst when that We've happens. all done that. Yeah, mate. We've all done that. My bad, Muster. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, it was good, just really short. And then we had TH2 versus SCU. And I don't know, I just couldn't get into it. Like, haven't we seen every combo of this match before? It's such a... Yeah, I think we have. It's a match you've seen a thousand times before in different promotions, different things, different whatever. I yeah. forgot, we had the CD and um, Frankie thing and the Brit bit, didn't we? Yeah, we so did. If we don't win, it's over, we'll break up. So obviously they were winning. We're kind but of actually... They're going to break up on Dark. I don't think the story was built enough for me to actually give it any story rank. I mean, it, don't get me wrong, solid. All of the people in that ring were good, but and but nothing was inspired. There were no like really big moments until the end. Um, I, I meant to care, but I don't. Uh, yeah, the, the final sequences and stuff were fine, even if Kaz hit fucking Trent levels of hit points. Uh, and then they, they just weren't. Uh, yeah, well, and that's it. That's uh, that's not how they should have ended. I think it. it's another one of those we expect to be because of who's in the ring, but it was AC. Yeah, exactly. Like it was all right, but Dark, I would argue, is largely skippable this week. Um, a few good matches. A few first match matches. was worth watching. What was the first match again? Uh, um, that's Phoenix. Um, yeah, that's it. The man. The Luke man. Your man over there. And yeah. um, I'd say the Ty Conti match. Rallis. Ty Conti and match. The Ty Conti match. Yeah. yeah. She's really coming into her own, and I'm excited to see where she's going. And Vert Vixen's pretty good as well. 
Yes, yes, she is. Yeah. Anybody with a colour, then an item in their name seems to work out <laughs> all right. So yeah, get ready for pink start? sideboard. Finally, <laughs> I'd be down with it if she can wrestle as good as those two. <laughs> So that's it. That means we can move on to sad things. Yes. Um, (laughs) So we um, move on now to. So um, overall ranking for dark C. Yeah, low C. If you watch the whole thing, there we go. That is the ultimate ranking for it. The morgue. It's all right. Yeah, it's all right. Um, So uh, now dynamite. So a couple of things we're going to do differently. Although I have given ranks to the matches as individual matches, this was a very special dynamite this was the Brody lee tribute show um opened with uh the 10 bells ringing and the whole roster on the main stage um in my run through i've decided not to cover the testimonials that happened within it because i don't think that they don't they don't count as promos so i just haven't covered my, them. my opening notes are that start my, my heart Cafe yeah. broken, and I don't give a shit. Yeah, um, it's only Cafe. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, JR, Shifoni, Excalibur, and Jericho on commentary. And we opened with um, something that was going to be the theme for the night. It was Private Party with Matt Hardy versus uh, the Bucks with Colt. So it was a member of the Dark Order in every match. Uh, Colt wins with the Superman pin. What did you guys think of the match? Um, I'm, I'm glad you go first, Mule. It was your spot monkey match. That's all it was. You know, it was your standard spot monkey match. I really enjoyed it. It was good fun. I like Colt having proper stats. I love when he gets to win with the Superman pin. The Superman pin is one of my favorite pins, so I was happy. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm glad comedy full power Colt is back. He's his best. Even though he came in crying, he fucking slid into that. Uh, solid and smooth. I wrote, I wrote really good boxing, so I'm not always at the top of the spot monkey sort of follow. Um, I'm more of a brawly dude, but really good boxing. Yeah, the pace didn't break for uh, until the middle where it slowed down a bit, but was still solid. Matt Jackson ate a lot of shit. He always eats a little shit. And there was possibly a bit too much corner stuff on that end. Uh, and then they gave Cabana his hot tag, and it was a fucking great hot tag, a reel of his skills. Uh, Matt Hardy confirmed as a heel with his shittiness. Uh, we got a few slow moments near the end, but then we got the Chicago skyline, which is a finisher I love. I think that finisher is just so It's just so simple and cool yeah. and horrendous. Into the Superman pin. For me, it was solid. It was good. It didn't amaze me. I'm like, you know, but I'm not much of a spot monkey man, but you know, a solid opening and Colt did the Dark Order hand signal. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> acclaimed come out to try and um, bad talk dark order. SCU just come out and cut them off. Yeah, I liked that. That was good. Good Wait, heel work. People... Always being, always being judgmental at first. I was like, why are they coming out? And then I was like, no, it's a pace break. It's just heels being shitty heels and getting their stomp down for this episode. And it, uh, my opinion of it went up thinking about that basically. So yeah, I'm with you. Following on from that, and he was definitely playing full-on face in this match, uh, Lance Archer with um, 
Stu Grayson, Evil Uno versus Eddie Kingston, Butcher and Blade with the Bunny. OG Dark Order win with the Fatality. What do you guys think of this match? Uh, I really enjoyed this. Um, Lance, that gimmick, I mean, I know it's Brody's old one, but it's it Bruce really... Brody, but you know. It looks really it. good on Lance. Yeah. Um, the, my next note is, fuck Eddie, Jesus. <laughs> Read the room, Eddie. These men are cowards. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs> um, I really like Lance using the Dark Order as weapons in this match. I thought that was great. And then when they did it back to him as a team, that was cool. Plastic. Uh, Eddie ate a lot of shit just for catharsis. Like, you could tell he went, I'm going to be an asshole and you guys get to fucking... Destroy me. me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Blade's power slam is really good. Uh, it's 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 not mill level, but you know it's no. really good. Uh, great. Uh, gr- Sorry, go on. Is DDT that he did? Well, off like the top and over the ropes is fucking ridiculous yeah. as well. I've got that down a bit later. Grayson with the uh, Brody Bossman slam was awesome. Both sides still red as heels to me. You still had. Cheating and dickery and stuff. And I, I, the I way that. Lance was pounding that corner to Michael better than anybody else. That was pure baby face. That there really no... stood out to me, that did. But they were playing face. This, the dark, Whichever side had the Dark yeah. Order yeah. were playing face this night, irrelevant of whether yeah. they're turning or anything else. They were the fan um... favourites. And, and Lance... It shows Lance, though, something I didn't think of, of Lance being able to play face. Um, this gave me another another side. Remember, I was very down on Lance at the beginning. Yeah, no, he's, gro- he's growing on me a lot. the songs we had, yeah. It has really come out of his shell since leaving NJPW. There was no slowing in this match either. No. It was just a solid brawl. Then they'd be like, brawl, 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 high spot, brawl, brawl, brawl. Stew's over-the-rope slam on Butcher. Mate, <laughs> I really enjoyed this. Uh, this is the kind of match I love. We we know what I'm about. And as much as I bitch about old guys doing things and stuff, Jake doing Brody's lariat really made me smile. So, oh uh, no, um, what Jake did was the short arm clothesline, which is the, the setup to the DDT. Oh, they shouted things about Brody when he right, did I it. think Brody does. Brody used to do the short arm clothesline as well, but it's also it was um, Jake's old um, ah. setup. It was what he always did before he did the DDT, which is why whoever it was got hit by it fucked off quickly because obviously Jake can't do the DDT. Yeah, not his uh, one. Um, as much as I bitch about, he would explode into dust. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy for him to do it. On this this day. Yeah. Again, yeah. Well, no, uh, he can do the short arm. Yeah, no, I don't mean him up. doing a full DT. Yeah. I just mean I don't mind old guys doing bollocks tonight because yeah. it's a memorial show. It's not, oh my God, you're ruining the story. This yeah, is just true. for Brody. Yeah, and that was just there for, it was there for the moment to pop the fans where, yeah. you know, the manager of the currently uh, inverted commas face team. Um, does a cool thing all in all yeah i thought this was great i really enjoyed this i don't think i've got anything below a b on my ranks no 
No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, moving on from that, we had what I thought was the match of the night, the one I the one I enjoyed the most. Hangman so with fun. Silver and Reynolds versus MJF, Santana and Ortiz with Jake, Sammy and Wardlow. Uh, Silver wins with the discus lariat. What did you guys think of this match? Can you please use their team name? I don't like the, oh, sorry. the, the good, bad the, the good, the bad, and the hungry, which is Thank it's got to stay because that is just the greatest name. This match yeah. was great. <laughs> it was complete bollocks. This was a Jakara match. If there was ever a Jakara match on, I, I love this. Uh, this is <laughs> this is the other side of what I love about wrestling. Uh, yes, mate. Hangman did the hand action on the way down. MJF's fucking gear. He won't drop what he's doing for anything. No. <laughs> I, I, I've got double lols down for the paper shots, uh, especially Hangman's one. Paper shots uh, are beautiful. I fucking love them. MJF shouting at Brody Jr. Oh, Lad. The rap that heel gimmick going. The, the Raptor was there going, if Brody Jr. does not hit him with that kendo stick, I will not be happy. And then yeah. that was a cracking kendo stick shot. Um, afterwards on Twitter, MJF put up, fuck that kid. I was like, bro. I love MJF. Uh, he sold yeah, it like he sold it like an absolute Like he was champ. dead. Yeah. He was brilliant. So like a man much. who spent a lot of his years in MLW and PWG. Uh, yes, mate. <laughs> obviously, this was really solid. A bunch of my notes are just like Santana's great, Hagman's great. Uh, I would say that the inner circle triple move was a bit weird if I had to give it a criticism, but then it went into Silver's hot tag, which was phenomenal. Silver's his, hot tag was beautiful. His catch of Ortiz into the powerbomb was Fuck, perfect. Man. His yeah. flipping destroyer, I actually wrote down, was cool. Yep. That's a destroyer. The I'll Eric Rowan spot. Um, sweet. Uh, yeah, it was fucking yes, lovely. I and forgot about huge. that. Red I didn't know how big he was. Jesus. Yeah. Um, uh, the Beaver I Boys popped pop. like fuck when he came out. I will be I honest. also popped, I, even though yeah. I didn't really watch WWE when he was a... You know, that I, I was just happy for him. Yeah, I was never a big fan. He was always um Harper was Brody Lee was always the better of the two. Um but yeah, I popped like hell when he came out. Yeah, just then we got the uh, Beaver Boys combo into the Bookshot Larry, which is awesome. The cameraman didn't help at the start when it panned away when they began. And uh, Silver had to readjust in the middle, but it didn't matter because he was holding a man by his waist. Uh, but it, it was wicked. Then we got the breast, uh, blessed Brody Jr. spot with fucking MJF with his full slapstick cell. God, he's wonderful. Uh, and Silver getting the Brody Larry at my heart, man. I got teary. Uh, it was a great match. I fully enjoyed this one. Yeah, wonderful. Wonderful wrestling. Um then this is wrestling yeah <laughs> uh then it was take on t and anna j versus penelope ford and Britt baker with rebel kip and miro anna wins with the queen slayer solid uh, what did you guys think waiting for somebody else to go i'll go um Britt and Jay are really smooth together. Uh, they were like probably my favourite combo of the two in the ring. Um, obviously, I'll go on about Take On Tail, like a strong style of cool throws and such like. 
did find the Rebel Tay heel spot a little bit weird, and the pace did pick, go down a bit uh, during the break. Um, Tay might need to work on some, a few uh, a few criticisms. Tay needs to work on some of her selling, uh, but otherwise, yeah, it was solid. Contest slams are good. Jay's hot tag was really good, and her and Brip just great against each other, as I've said. Um, it was good. Uh, as I said, Jay and Brit, uh, Brit uh, the best together. I really like where Conti's going. Needs a bit of work. Ford was arguably the weakest in the match. I'd, uh, I'd have to say, but otherwise, uh, I think this could have just been a, ma- a match between Jay and Brit, and it would have been as good, if not better. Yeah, it was good, solid. I liked when Ty just threw Penelope Ford. She must have thrown her like six foot <laughs> just across the fucking rig. But yeah, it was solid enough. You know, you've also got to think that all these matches had like five days prep tops. You and know? this did come after like the be- a match which blew me away like emotionally. Yeah, so exactly. um, I think it was a solid match. And I think any on any other night would have been happy for this to be a good AEW women's match. Hey, watching but... watching a Jay cry whilst wrestling is a new experience. I didn't know that I didn't want. Yes, man. Um, it's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was like Silver crying through his match. You know, it was yeah. You know, it's heartbreaking seeing them do this, but you know, yeah. And um, then we move on to the final match of the night, which was Brody Junior's dream dream team. Uh, it was Team Taz, Hobbs, Cage, and Starks versus with Hook and Taz versus the Dream Team of Cody, Orange, sorry, Cody Rhodes, Orange Cassidy, and Ten with Arn Anderson. Ten wins with the Spinebuster. Uh, we'll move on to what happened after. Afterwards, what did you guys think of the match? I thought Team Taz were going to take this. I thought they were going to win this match coming into this. We've been bold. Uh, my first note <laughs> is, oh, fuck off, Cody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm yes, not sure right. he did come out last and have the full entrance uh, on this day. He's no. the only person who didn't like. Po- like, I'm sure Cody is lovely, even though the internet says he's a sociopath. Um, yes. yes, they do. Uh, every other wrestler did a point to the sky or a tap or something. I don't know. Maybe he deals with grief differently. Maybe he didn't know him that well. I can't really comment. But my first thing was, oh, fuck off, Cody. Um,. Cody was the only one on the night who was still playing in character that he wouldn't tag 10 straight. So he built up to when he did tag 10. And I think it's just part of Cody's ability to tell a story. His matches have to have a story in them. So I think he was being a bit that to tell because we know how good he is at telling a story in a match. And I noticed at the beginning, he wouldn't tag 10. He'd only tag Cassidy. He still had problems with the dark order. And then of course, when he went for his hot tag to 10 at the end, it added that little bit extra to it. Yeah, I got you. I mean, as much as I've made that criticism to open, the match was good. Like, Obviously, everybody there can wrestle. I think my favourite was Hobbs versus Orange Cassidy. I think those two had some great fucking little combos of skinny, tiny man versus giant wall. Beast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hobbs's spinning power slam was really He's good. He's getting a lot better, ain't he? Yeah. Uh, I could have gone without the delayed vertical suplexes, but I think AEW has overdone those either way. Um, one of my favourite counters I've ever seen was OC countering the Rochambeau into the spinning DDT. That was beautiful. That was wonderful. Starks' step-up DDT was fucking great. Um, 
And then, yeah, rounding out with Starks taking all of the finishers in order was very Starks. And I think it was a very nice little finish for a match that was, you know, for Brody Jr. Who are your favourites doing all the moves on the guy who can take them and will, you know, like a fucking boss because it starts yeah yeah um i think you're right it was was the correct ending for what the match was yeah my first one of my original notes was uh when before we all agreed not to grade these matches because it was you know it's it's not right basically um was i'm giving this match the uh story plot rank increase regardless and that finisher combo was just so a kid could watch all of his Favourite few of their coolest moves, yeah. and it was wonderful. Uh, yeah, really good match. Really, uh, I'd have personally, I'd have gone with no, no, no. The kid picked the match. It's the perfect finale. Ignore me. <laughs> um, and so then, Cody Team Taz do the beat down. Lights out. Darby and Singh for the save, and then to talk to me or my son again never speak to me or my son again <laughs> <laughs> um which i think just was a good get back on track storyline for me as far as i was concerned um because you, you still have to we've got to move on to next week and the stories have to pick back up so I didn't have a problem with it, and you've I got think to have you Sting. I think yeah, you had Sting appear at the Brody. Have to well, have Sting interrupting Taz, yeah, or it's not an episode having of Dynamite. Watched, having watched the <laughs> earlier bit, it was more a fact. I think you had to have Darby had to have a spot on there. Having watched yeah. the inter- the him doing oh, being yeah, one yeah. of the talking heads earlier, I think Darby had to have a spot, and as he wasn't one of the ones chosen to be, there wasn't anywhere else he could be on it. And I think Brody he had Junior understands the dimes of ten. He had to come out Darby. and he had to come out and <laughs> have his moment, you know, on the show. And I think coming out to make the save that continues their storyline was probably the safest way. So that's why I didn't have a problem with it. And you're trying to push this storyline with Sting. I think you needed to have Sting and Darby come out. So I, so I didn't have a problem with it. I can understand why others might have thought it felt a little bit... Mm. I can't say it bothered me, but I think we could have gone without. And I've been saying that, you know, we need to stop scaring off Team Taz for a while, but... No, they're too scared. <laughs> they need Maybe to move ha- on. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> um... I mean, so, yeah. everything's mogged by the ending, to be honest. Even Cody got red-eyed in the ending. and uh... Yes. Does he your feelings? Well, that was the thing. I think when he went out, he was playing the character Cody Rhodes. Yeah. I think we saw the real... Cause he... So yeah. after that, they did have a segment which was a sort of after the lights go down where they presented um, uh, Brody Jr. with the TNT Championship, his own TNT Championship. Um, the belt. And Cody, yeah, the belt. And Cody cut a promo and was really struggling. And we always talk about how good Cody is. He was struggling if, if in I, that promo. If I, had to, if I had to, like, cuddle to calm down a crying man who looked like 10, uh, I don't think I'd be able to emotionally deal with it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> It's it's easier to deal with like you know crying smaller people or when you know that a fucking wall of American football Bobber. is Bobber. broken 
he has to cuddle into you like you're his teddy bear. Yeah. And Cody ain't a small man, you know. <laughs> Just... yeah. Well, I think Ooh. it's the best thing they could have done for him. Like, when Brody had the belt, he used to sleep with that belt in his bed. So I think that's the nicest possible thing they could have done to him. Oh. So, you know. Um, yeah, and also Tony Khan breaking down as well. Um, yeah, that's uh, more noticeable on... There is a follow-up. Uh, it left the show with Brody's boots in the ring. Um, uh, so, yeah, overall, I've, I've just stated this is an S-rank episode as yeah. far as I'm yeah. concerned. This was as good as... So if you're going to sort of put great tribute shows of wrestling, there are two. There is the Eddie Guerrero tribute and there is the Brody Lee AEW tribute. They are two Several. of the... Greatest. Several people have said to me they've never seen uh, this sort of response to a death in the wrestling world since Eddie Guerrero. That's that is the comparison Brody has had. So yeah, you've put you've got it spot on. Also, um, after the show, Brody Junior also beat Adam Cole backstage. So if there was a bit of WWE crossover. Yeah, he pinned oh. him. That's I saw a bunch of videos of him beating up the Dark Order with a kendo stick. Yes, mate, then he beat up Adam Cole as he came out as well. He shouldn't have beaten up the Dark Order with a kendo stick. It should have been with a roll of paper. Uh, (laughs) He's got his own thing now. Um, He's got his kendo stick. I I watched the post-show for this, and normally I don't talk about it. And Cody was doing an interview with Tony, and they they called up... um, Brody Jr. And, uh, well, first I had to call up uh, Darby's dad, as Cody was calling him, which is Sting. Because yeah. Sting was playing computer games with Brody Jr. <laughs> uh, and then later there's footage of him beating up the Dark Order. That that kid is being, like, you know, there's nothing that can, we can never truly understand yeah. what he's going through. But the love and care they are putting into this kid is wonderful. Heartwarming, yes. Well, one of the things me and the uh, the Raptor did discuss was the fact that he didn't look very starstruck. But then you have to remember, even though he handpicked his three favourite wrestlers, these are probably his three favourite wrestlers that he hangs out with. Exactly. Because they did mention about Brody having and Brody Jr. being backstage at times. All the time, yeah. Yeah, so it's probably even more heartbreaking for the wrestlers because they know not just Brody's love for his kids, they get to see it firsthand. They obviously this kid is well liked backstage as well. Um even by Eddie. Bastard. <laughs> I'm giving you Eddie. Hey, not, I made nearly made it all the way through the show. Nearly and then Eddie did his promo and that's that's when I, I missed it up. He's so there you have it. Man. That's our review of this week's um AEW shows, yeah, that was a very hard thing to review. Uh, Thoroughly, go and watch, if you haven't watched that Dynamite, go and watch that Dynamite. It is absolutely... And the matches, you know, even if if you want to try and avoid the the, the bits that might make you feel a bit sad, and and you do skip... Don't watch Eddie's promo. Don't watch Eddie's... Just, just the watch end. the matches. You just want to watch the matches as individual things. Watch they the are great matches. <laughs> <laughs> they are great matches. So moving on, it is that time of the week where we answer questions. Hopefully, they will be uh, slightly more cheery. Um, something we can get back onto our usual pedestal for. Uh, and I believe, Mister Strange, we, we have, have a question. A question. 
We do. Uh, this was sent in by one tough bone flex. Um, how would you tough fix? You. <laughs> how would you fix the character of a wrestler or faction you currently dislike? Um, I haven't answered this yet because I I don't know who I whinge about the most. So I was going to ask you two who do I who do you who does it feel that I hate the most out of all of them? Nightmare Pakistan. people. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I missed both those because you were simultaneous. Morg, who do you think I hate the most? Nightmare people. Nightmare people. Oh, a stunt. Um, I'm going to give you the cursed discussion I had earlier. The worst thing that could possibly happen with the Dark Order now is that yeah. uh, as opposed to defeating it, uh, Dusty, uh, Dustin becomes their leader. Oh, God, why? Why would you do this? How would I fix the nightmare people? See, that was part of my... My I would fix the nightmare people is I would split them up and I would send Dustin to the Dark Order. Um, I actually would. I'm going to give you guys a moment to cover your two whilst I go and check what that giant crash and scream from downstairs was. (laughs) (laughs) Go and figure that out. So what you got, Morg? So, yeah, um, mine would be the... um, I, I would break up the Nightmare people. I'd have Cody turn heel. Um, yeah, it makes the most sense at this stage. What, join, like, the four horsemen they've been trying to do for decades? Yep. Or... Yeah, yep. okay, cool. Go and get him in the in your new four horsemen. Or even just have him go solo, um, win a number one contendership match for the title. Uh, this obviously needs to happen after Hangman. Yeah. Hangman needs to win it. Um, and I think Cody's heel turn has to be him challenging for the About. AW World Championship that he's not supposed to be able to Certainly challenge he for. Wouldn't do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. So good heel work there. Um, I would actually move Dustin over to the Dark Order. You've still got a lot of young guys in there and they need a, um, a veteran with them. He can do a much more back scene role with them and you can have him training with people like Anna J and 10 we know Dustin is a phenomenally good trainer he's got that rep for being a really good trainer and I think that'd be useful but he's also a really good at comedy so he doesn't need, he to, need to turn heel he's really good at comedy so the, the thing about Dustin as much as I rag on him he's really good at everything he just doesn't need to be this powerful that's the only issue I've got with him I think he'd you be know? better off being the Dark Order's old like the Dark Order's old granddad that yeah. they have to come out and you know especially if you turn the Dark Order face with Dustin as their sort of their new Mentor. mentor yeah don't yeah, want to say yeah. leader because we want hangman yeah. as their leader we want him as their mentor character and you have them come out to do the saves on and he can do the old terry funk i'm just an old man which he was doing with cody you know i'm just an old man i'm in my 50s now i'm just yeah. trying to get these new young guys up to that point where they and he'd be great doing all the comedy skits because fantastic is... for that i don't know why they've got him as this high status like main character it makes no sense to me it's because all their older guys are absolutely absolute monsters i think is the problem it's like jake did one short arm clothesline and you know yeah could have exploded at any <laughs> yeah point. you know you've got to yeah. be careful that's why tully never does a move on anyone because if tully just finger pokes somebody they're going to explode yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, and as for QT, does um, he need a role? No, I just have QT being QT and just have him as 
a yeah. a character just give give him a gimmick G- give him the to... new the new librarian a gimmick. Um, i'd make him the new librarian inverted commas i wouldn't make him a librarian i'd give him a shit gimmick and let him play with it so he's got to something to play also, with showing yeah. that he can run any gimmick is yeah. a good way to show off what he can do you know yeah yeah, I, and I would give him a shitty gimmick that he can rail against um, the authority for because Cody's turned heel, so it's obviously Cody's fault that he's ended it. He can be the kayfabe break character um, and give him a shitty gimmick and let him have fun with that, uh, much like Peter Avalon did at the beginning of The Librarian. You can, you, you're in the safe space now. I think you can almost rerun that bit of the librarian gimmick so yeah that's how i would fix the dark order uh, over to you mr muir i'm back I, by the I'm way. Not sh- thank you for taking the nightmare family for me yeah <laughs> <sighs> i don't know it's a hard one with aew i'm trying to think who i'd actually change because most of the characters i like i'd probably make sean spears into a shitty face character I think that's oh, the Oh, God. It's what I want. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a good character at playing this person goofy that's like... Dickhead. Yeah, goofy he dickhead. Got, that... He got the idea of being the perfect 10 over as a babyface thing. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Shitty... I think shitty face is, is not actually a bad idea for Sean Spears. Low IQ shitty face. He has to be. He doesn't a mind ass. eating shit no. whenever he wants. You can exactly. rise him up and drop him down as you need. He just loves wrestling and he's very good at it. Yeah. Just dumb upper mid carders. It's the best role in wrestling. Yep. None of the pressures of having to carry the belts and stuff like that. Just dicking around and goofing. It's the best. Yeah. So yeah, I've I've done the easy one. Strange. Go on then. How do you fix Marco? Right, well, first, we're going to uh, slip his wrestling style, actually being back into this momentum, um, scrappiness-based fighting style that he forgets he was uh, in dark. You know, the one where he's actually... Yeah. That he can get picked up, battered, and um, thrown about. But to mostly... Because I, I don't think he can drop this arrogant fucking way he acts. Because I, I honestly think that's who he is. It is what he uh, is. Having we... seen him on other vlogs and stuff. So um, I'd turn him heel and uh, give him a bulk. As in, like, a bulk and skull from Power Rangers. Um, <laughs> you know, it, you give him some wins against the smaller guys. But you give him, like, a Will Hobbs or something. Somebody Behind when him. he's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when he's pushed his luck too far and he's sized up to somebody like Lance or somebody, give him a fucking cube that can come out behind him. Yeah. And just use him as basically uh, evil Spike Dudley. Uh, let him be an arrogant wanker. Arguably, um, if you don't face turn Sammy, you could use Sammy as that higher tier bully who's with him. You know... They get on well. They and... do get on great by the looks of it, things, yeah. Uh, um, they yeah, are I'm best just... mates, I believe. I'd certainly yeah, get that impression. Just heel turn him and let him be this twat that he either quite enjoys acting like or may or it may is. not be. I can't. I, I don't know. I, I, I can't I don't know comment. The person. I can't, only yeah. have his media presentation. And to me, he's a heel because I want to slap him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, just heel turn him. Heel turn him and let him be this knob and take him back to the fighting style he had. And I'd probably actually... 
I'd be angry when I saw him on screen, but I'd be meant to be, you know. Switchblade anger, not... Yeah, be sw- you're never going to get Switchblade anger, no, Kenter anger. You know? Kenter anger. <laughs> <laughs> Switchblade and uh, Naito were the best frenemies. Um, fuck that Kenter anger. Fuck you, Kenter. How dare you? <laughs> it's a year on, mate. Let it go. Yeah, no. But yeah, <laughs> he'll turn the stunt. It's the only way. Yeah, let him do what he's doing there. So there we go. So there you go. And if you like, sorry, what was uh, his name again? Tough Boneflex. Tough Boneflex. If you like Tough Boneflex, want to get in touch with one of us and give us a question for something you'd like to discuss. Maybe you'd like to give us something to rant about. We don't have anything to rant about this week. Um, Shocking. Maybe. um, Could you imagine if I was bold enough to rant this week? I don't think it's going to be a thing. His his strange is the Dark Order win every match. (laughs) So you can send us your questions uh, to wrestleopinionated at gmail.com, wrestleop on Facebook and wrestleop1 on Twitter. You might even want to try and persuade us to review one of your favourite matches, which is what the oh, segue segue yeah. there. Um, so, yeah, instead of our usual discussion, we've decided we're going to have a few weeks, quite a few weeks. Uh, we listed our top five favourite matches a few weeks ago each. Um, and what we have done is we are forcing the others to watch these matches and then we're going to give our reviews and thoughts on them Uh, and at the end of this I will set up the random number generator and we will work out what we're all watching for next week God, I hope it's Chuck versus Swoggle (laughs) I hope we can find a copy of that on the internet Uh, this week uh, the winner from two weeks ago uh, Sasha Banks versus Bailey uh, for the NXT Women's Championship at NXT Takeover Brooklyn. This was one of my choices, uh, one of my favourite Western women's matches. Um, I, I have recently thought that I maybe should have put the War Games from this year's War Games because that was phenomenal. That would um, have led to a lot of arguments, Morg. It's a really back. good match. I don't, I don't want you two to discuss that match because I've heard both of your opinions on it and I haven't seen it. And I'm not going to watch it so that we don't have to watch it. Um, <laughs> for my own safety and your friendship. So uh, let's like the Shield versus LIJ again. <laughs> um, so this is my um, I think it's my job to do the the prelim to this match. Um, you on our Facebook page, you can find links to the pre-match promo video package that WWE always do, and they're always pretty damn good. Um, and a link to the match, um, which we will try and put up every week for all of these matches, so you can watch them and form your opinions. Um, the basic preset to this match, and one of the reasons it's one of my favourites, is it's all to do with the story leading in. Uh, Bailey has been the ultimate baby face. She has been uh, the John Cena that Vince didn't know how to book, but Triple H apparently did. Um, she has been beaten up by all the other, had had all the other members of the Four Horsewomen um, turn on her. Um, beat her and she's finally got her chance with Sasha being the mega heel this is a true babyface proper babyface versus heel match um, that's just in my opinion an absolutely great match uh, Meltzer gave it four and a half stars 
what did you guys think having watched it fairly recently i watched it literally five minutes before we started recording <laughs> me too um you want to go first me or shall i um i thought this was a really good match i enjoyed it uh, I the, my two first comments before the match started was how pumped the crowd was. It's great to see a pumped crowd after yeah, this really. year. And God, I hate WWE comms. They just I I know other people can blare it out and whatever, I, but God, they try. I me wish mental. this had been Mara Ronaldo. Mate, it, it could have been the... fucking anyone. They could have had Stardom's no commentary and it would have been better. Yeah, no, if it had been Ronaldo, this would have yeah. been... That was That is where I think it loses its its half a mark almost. Yeah. But I yeah, mean, go... I don't listen to commentary, so that didn't affect me at all. I just phase it out, which is often when I, a lot of the time you guys are talking about commentary and I'm like, I don't know. Unless it's Taz and Excalibur, my brain sort of shuts it out. <laughs> Turns it off. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I can see why these two were over as fuck from their personalities when they walked out. They each had the different gimmick. It was very readable. I'm glad the NXT women's belt's as bad as the AEW women's belt. Uh, that awful, that me. belt. Um, the character work at the start from shit talk to beatdown was cool. Bayless sliding lariat thing was fucking dope. I love that. Um, the hanging turnbuckle elbow drop, really cool move, really like that. Uh, yeah, really, really solid, strong start. They're clearly comfortable with each other. The pacing was solid. And they've both got presence. Yeah, they're both worn. Yeah, you can they're see both characters, on the yeah. Ring. yeah. Um, I, I would I say that Bailey is the better wrestler. I picked up on that from the ring work. Um, there was a co- I've got a couple of criticisms I spotted in the match, but obviously that's because I wasn't as invested. That's not to say none of it's bad, but... Um, most of it is on Banks' side. She did a corner leg slam thing into the turnbuckle, and it was it was weak as fuck. Uh, but the character work, knee levels. Yeah, there was a the shit talking character work was great. We got limb work with the injured hand, which was great. Story yeah. work. Always a plus one from me, and it's always bonus heel points. Um, I don't know if the count out spot uh, actually had any tension to it because all count out spots were ruined for me by Tetsuya Naito. <laughs> um, and you don't have 20, so it's just, you know, uh, Alex, my missus, was watching it with me, and she's like, why is she rushing? She got till 20. It's just like, no, that's NJPW. <laughs> um, we had a bunch of nice corner assault series from Bailey. Yeah. That was exciting. Uh, there were some really nice rolling sequences. The only problem I had was it was like, hey, big, this is actually where I noticed the commentary, to be fair. Like, oh, God, they're trying to, she's trying to get her into the Bailey to Bailey. Oh, my God. And, you know, there was a counter and a reverse into it and stuff. But I just can't be scared of somebody trying to get them into a belly-to-belly suplex. It's a basic mat return technique, you know. Yeah. Um, There is one thing I'm really going to buff WWE for, and I didn't think about it till this match. Um, When Bailey locked in the bank statement, I want to say it's called. Yep. Um, WWE do it right when somebody does somebody else's finisher. It's a huge fucking shocking moment. Like um, the Rock Triple H doing the rock bottom and you know the pedigree back in the yeah. day. Uh, they go, fuck, they, she's doing her finisher. Holy shit. And they really make a spot out of it. E-dubs actually tends to skim over that. They'll be like, oh, God, he's done a crossroads. But... It's never sold as quite so much of a moment. The only time yeah. it has been is when uh, what's his name did the Kamagoye, 
on Kenny. Yeah, That's yeah, the only yeah. time I've seen it being sold properly, you know. Exactly. Um, near the end, there was a turnbuckle fall that I don't oh, know. Mate. I think <laughs> is, it was is, part botch, but it is, looked is this weird. Where, is this where Sasha lands on her neck? Uh, it's where Bailey Bailey lands on her head. Yeah, so, so Sasha like has, Sasha has a so the way Sasha sells things. Um, if you watch any more of her matches, you will learn that Sasha sells things. It looks like a botch, but what she actually does is tries to physically break her own neck. She does it regularly. It's well, kind of in her. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Bailey, not Sasha. It was Bailey. Oh, it was Bailey's one. Because yeah, <laughs> normally it's Sasha. Sasha does something, and it looks like she's actually tried to break her own neck because that's how she sells the whole little move thing looked like it hadn't quite gone right and then bailey landed on her face um i mean it didn't it looked real uh, like yes. yeah i can't question i can't say it's one of those boxes where i went oh she fucked that up and it uh, looked at it looked, it was more oh my god is she gonna be alive yeah. um then uh bailey pulled off a corner buckle poison rana which is always a pot for me you pull off a, a poison rana from the from a top root or turnbuckle I'll, i'm excited yeah, yeah. If you can jump up an additional six, uh, like five foot on top of that, like five foot or post, wrap your legs around somebody's head, and if, even if they're doing a forward flip or a back flip, pull that off and land it. It's awesome. Um, and then yeah, it went into the ba- Bailey to Bailey, which is a very uninspiring finisher. But in all honesty, it felt right. It was her finisher. The ending was great. This was a really good match. Like really good, really good heart. Uh, yeah, great storytelling. I think great it's, storytelling. Like the match is solid. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to besmirch the match, but it is carried by the story a lot. Like the story is fantastic going into this. Their comfort for each other and the you know how happy yeah. they are just to fucking handle each other is really good. Um, th- there's no dead spots in this match. The pacing yeah. was solid for 25 minutes. 25 just, minutes. Yeah. yeah, just continuous flow. Really You've impressed us more. Yeah, and then, yeah, obviously, we've got the ending when all the four horsewomen come out and everyone just breaks character entirely, including gonna... Sasha. Which I'd is... say it's around a C. <laughs> <laughs> Even I'll tell you to get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, nah, it's good. There you have it. That's um, our review, our thoughts on. Bailey vs. Sasha from TakeOver Brooklyn. Go watch the match. As I say, there are links on our Facebook page. Are you guys ready for me to generate a random number and choose this week? Oh, I'm really sorry, guys. It's another one of mine. All right, don't worry. (laughs) What we got? It is Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker 2. From oh, WrestleMania. Oh no! I hate watching that. <laughs> oh. Now, oh. it is arguable that Taker Michaels one is the better match. I just think that the extra story that went into this and the two-year storyline that goes into it is what makes this more of my favourite match. I'm gonna link up um, Max Landis's wrestling isn't wrestling for, uh, for yes. being for this should, video. You, you should anyway. <laughs> It is really good. So there you have it. That is what we will be reviewing next week um, on our show. Uh, I would like to thank uh, 
anchor.fm for hosting the podcast if you want to find us we are wrestle opinionated on spotify anchor.fm and on youtube mr muir thank you all for listening it's been really good and enjoyable as always and if you'd like to send any questions or anything into us please send them to wrestleopinionated at gmail.com wrestleop on facebook and wrestleop on twitter I've you, been uh, I've been watching uh, the internet historian again, so I kind of want to do the Philip DeFranco challenge, but no. it's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> if you like what you like, please click the like button. If you can't do it, say. thank you. I, I can't get that speed up without making myself laugh. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, if there is a like button, click that like button. If there's a little ranky system on Spotify or Anchor, please do click that. Please share this to your friends cynical bit for youtube coming now for their algorithm please click the little belly thing gotta remember to mention youtube uh like subscribe pass on send photos of us to your family uh is there anything i've missed (laughs) i've kind of confused myself in the end bring that bell (laughs) bring that bell gotta get the hand actions as well it's really hard yeah thanks for listening back to you more all that's left to be said is join the dark order